would be paid by the European Union. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Backchat. I'm Janice Wong. And I'm Anna Fenton. On today's program, are we heading to a cashless future? Contactless payment has become more widespread during the pandemic and the government's consumption vouchers have all been electronic. Now the coffee chain Starbucks is even removing cash as an option at some of its outlets, accepting only non-cash payment. This may be welcome news for the more tech-savvy consumers. But is everyone, such as the poor or the elderly, really ready for this shift? Should cash always be kept as an option? Let us know your thoughts, your questions and your comments on our Facebook page, Backchat at RTHK Radio 3. You can email us, backchat at rthk.hk, or you can call us, of course, and our number is 233 now let's uh, go to our guest. We have on the line Professor Lao Wing Cheng, an associate professor from the Chinese University's Department of Information Technology. We also have on the line Si Lai Shan, the deputy director of the Society for Community Organization. Good morning to the both of you, and thanks for joining us on the program. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Now, uh, let's start with you, Professor Lau. Um, we are seeing more cashless payment options at the retail level these days, whether it's Octopus, Alipay, or WeChat Pay. What do you think of this development? I think it's pretty healthy. Actually, I think for Hong Kong, uh, we are pretty early in terms of the cashless movement. I think Octopus now is already 25 years. Okay, I think the the one that you saw in the recent development is more about the, the additional entries. I think since around 2016 and 2018, uh, during that period, I think where Hong Kong government uh, give additional so-called uh, store value facility license. Okay? And all of a sudden, we have more than 15 new players uh, to enter the market. Why is it a good thing? More competition, more options is always good. But that's not more options. You're excluding cash, or at least Starbucks is attempting to exclude cash. Uh, no, no, I, I'm talking about the, the store value facilities that we have been having. Compared to, say, five years ago, you don't have uh, that many different payment options. Right. Cash is one of them. Yes, of course, it's very unique in terms of privacy. Yeah. Professor Lau, would you say the COVID pandemic has uh, significantly accelerated uh, this uh, development? Uh, I think probably yes, but it may be more like an excuse. I think the the development of towards this uh, cashless payment, probably especially among big corporations, they have business incentive to do so all along, because they can have better know your customer capability and then have customer loyalty or those. So there are a lot of business incentive behind it. And then with this pandemic, so we have additional hygienic considerations that uh, also give them another justification of doing so. Well, that's a fairly tenuous link at best, isn't it? And uh, as I mentioned at the start of the program, um, Starbucks has removed cash as an option at some of its outlets. Uh, Professor Lam, do you, do you expect many other businesses to move in that direction as well? Uh, yes, but I think for me, my personal take is that as long as there's still true competitions within the particular business sector, I think it's 
still、uh, not as problematic. Okay, because you customer can always vote with their feet. I think the probably my guess is the、uh, Starbucks they know the demographics of the customer, and then they know the majority of the customers are already using the app anyway.、Uh, so I think that they make the business decision based on this. But if we don't like it, or those customers that are, do not want to do cash, then we still have the option to go to elsewhere, other coffee shops or chains even. But on the other hand, if tomorrow the multiple、uh, major supermarket chains in Hong Kong announce that they're only going to accept、uh, electronic payment and no cash, then I would think that it will be a much bigger problem. So, so how would this actually benefit、uh, the retailer or businesses?、Um, apart from getting、um, customer data, apart from for research purpose, how how else can it benefit uh, these uh,、um, businesses? Uh, as I say, they can have uh, uh, better customer loyalty, okay, more sticky, and also、uh, it's a very powerful、uh, capability that you can build your customer. If you already have an established payment channel, they can easily offer you additional services. Which is another way for saying to fill up your、uh, your electronic media with annoying correspondence, isn't it? This just creates more spam, doesn't it? Uh, but but I think this incentive they will give you coupons and you can ignore them. You can unsubscribe if you like. I think there are、uh, requirement these days, at least overseas, that that they cannot just sign it up on those、uh, spam. You can opt out for it、uh, readily. But I think the the bigger、uh, point is that I think cashless is just first step. I think soon. Sooner or later, we may see even cashierless、uh, retail store. So that I think, because、uh, if you no longer rely on cash, then it's much easier for them to automate the rest of the process. So, so create more unemployment.、Uh, that will be a big issue. I think that's,、uh, but it it may come soon. All right.、Uh, let's、uh, bring in Silai Shan, the deputy director of the Society for Community Organisation.、Uh, thanks for joining us.、Um, so, Professor Lau, he's been he's saying that uh, this uh, move towards a cashless future is、uh, is healthy, of course, and and of course it will bring a convenience to many consumers.、Um, but、uh, Miss Si, what about the poor and the elderly? What's their view on this? Yeah.、Um, it's difficult for them to to enter this kind of uh, uh, payment. Um, because many of them, even their,、uh, um, for example, for example, their mobile phone is 2G. They are not yet have the smartphone,、um, and、uh, they they will feel difficult. So that's why、uh, when the cons- consumer voucher, they use the autobus、uh, rather than、uh, other Alipay or other things. Yeah, and、uh, um, the other is,、um, for example,、uh, for for those uh, government's uh, balances. They will.、Um, they they want to pay for the rent uh, uh, or the pay other、uh, the bill. They they need to pay, but 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 they cannot pay by the consumer voucher. They need to pay f-、uh, for cash.、Uh, so this is、uh, another problem. And so so of course in the、uh, for example uh, in in the uh, uh, private market maybe more uh, electronic. Uh, That, that kind of method to to a payment something, but for the government's benefit, we don't think they should、uh, always in the、uh, involved in this kind of method because、uh, for 
those uh, lower cost, they need the cash to pay uh, their expenditures. And besides, I think you, the government, they want um, um, the everything to be electronic and uh, and I think they need to uh, help the elderly and other some disabled, uh, uh, not so, uh, uh, well, that less uh, privileged people, they should have, uh, because they cannot afford smartphone, they can they don't know how to use it, so they, we should have this kind of training for them. Well, it's not. It's more than that, isn't it? 17% of the population has a visual impairment and so wouldn't be able to, including me, wouldn't be able to use this full stop. So what about the, the vast number of people, elderly, poor, disabled, who simply can't access and are now going to be excluded by this? Actually, we have surveyed, I think there is uh, over, the uh, government has a survey about those smartphones uh, using online, this kind of thing, over uh, uh, over five five hundred people they are not able to use this kind of thing or they don't have a uh, smartphone. Yeah. So I think I think we need to have a uh, uh, subvention for these kind of uh, equipment and also have a training class for that. Professor and besides uh, we should have a choice for that. For example applying for government's uh, 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 government's uh, uh, service or what those, those government they are uh, uh, now they are uh, a benefit to the people. They should have a choice of cash or have a paper uh, uh, form for them. Professor Lau, any response yes. to uh, what Ms. C just said? Uh, okay, yes, I agree, but I, I will count octopus also as the cashless solution. So in that regard, I think it's uh, octopus, since you do not need a smartphone, right? So in that sense, uh, it is more reasonable. At least we have some saving grace, right? But you need cash to buy the octopus credit on the octopus, don't you? Or most uh, but, people would do that? Uh, but, but right now we have 36 million octopus cards in Hong Kong. I think most elderly will have one if they want to have the $2 anywhere travel. Like my, my parents, they are 80-something years old already. Yeah, but that's actually an extension of cash, isn't it, octopus? Because you've mostly used cash to buy it. Uh, doesn't need to be using cash. You bank, you link to your bank account. So there, you can fill it with credit card, even. Right. So, so I think in that sense, yes, it is not ideal. But I think with the option of the octopus, we are already, I think, in a much better off position compared to, say, mainland China, where you only really only have the smartphone in that sense. And that's true in mainland, isn't it? Last time I went, which granted isn't very recently, you couldn't use cash for anything, 7-Eleven, nothing like that. You couldn't, those convenience stores just simply wouldn't take cash. Yes, it's not only that. I think even, say, even beggars on the street, okay, <laughs> religious temple, they will take donation in e-payments. Otherwise, they will lose revenue substantially. So, right? But I think in Hong Kong, it's not to that extreme yet. Which is going to cause a big change in society, isn't it? Lycee payments, red packets, all that sort of thing will just disappear. Uh, yes or no? I think at, at least I think in Hong Kong, uh, I think the situation I think is so far is relatively healthy in terms of, say, for example, in terms of the options that we have. We have both the more the 
Western style credit card based electronic solution. Okay, we also have uh, Octopus, our traditional just software you hardware based solution, and then we also have this new the mobile solution. And plus, there's still places that uh, quite most of the places still accept cash. So in that sense, I think Hong Kong we still have a lot of choices right now. Some reports are also saying this heralds the end of the traditional credit card, which of course will annoy the credit card companies because they charge such an outrageous APR. Do you see that happening, where people will not use the credit card so much and instead go for a cashless payment? Uh, no, I, I I disagree because I think actually this day some of the solution, such as Apple Pay, Google Pay, Samsung Pay, they are credit card based. Those that are more Western. Uh, nature actually they are designed around credit card, okay. And also because of that, actually now some even some traditional uh, store value facilities like Octopus used to be, you can only fill it up with your bank account or cash. But now they are forced to accept credit card to refuse recharge. So, so this is um, this a, is a, of in a dangerous form of sort of silent debt increasing, isn't it? Uh, no, again, this is. I think in terms of solution, there are more solutions, more options. Okay, and then when you talk about silent debt, uh, if you can't, yes, cash is the one and only one. Then, yeah, gradually, I think uh, the use of cash will be diminishing. I think, but that's probably inevitable. Because in reality, the, you haven't been able to book an airline ticket or a hotel room with cash for years, have you? Uh, let's see. You have to use credit card to make a reservation for a hotel or an airline ticket now, I think. Uh, online, yes. But you can still walk into the hotel and then pay cash. Um, <laughs> you, not many hotels will accept cash. You'd be surprised. All right, uh, let, let's go back to Ms. C for a moment. Um, Ms. C, um, Professor Lau was suggesting that uh, the poor and the elderly, they can just uh, stick to Octopus Card. Is that a good suggestion? Uh, yes, I think some of them may be. But I, I don't know, uh, some of them still uh, have difficult to, to use it or, or even Octopus. Some of them, actually some of them can't. They are not elderly, but they don't have Octopus, this kind of thing. So we need to help them to, to buy the octopus in order to have that. And the other is, I think is, I'm talking is about the, also the government service and also the government uh, uh, when they uh, hand out the benefits to the people. Um, that if it's only electronic and they cannot pay some, something they need to pay in cash. So that's the problem, yeah. Professor Lau? Besides when they apply for for, for, for this uh, uh, autobus, they also didn't have, yeah. Professor Lau? Yes, I, I'm not an advocate of doing away with cash totally. What all I'm saying is that the current status, actually, in Hong Kong, there's still a lot of options. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. And it's not just about the poor and the elderly. I mean, what about the right of consumers to have a choice on the type of payment? I mean, do you agree, Ms. C? Yeah, I think I think the consumer should have a choice to use cash or or electronic. Yeah. 
Uh, we actually did invite the Consumer Council to join our discussion this morning, but unfortunately the uh, the watchdog wasn't able to send anyone. Um, it, it did, however, respond in a statement. Uh, I'll read out a, a part of it. It says that um, it is a basic consumer right and a natural expectation of consumers to have a choice on the payment form. As, as such, yeah, the yeah. council strongly encourages merchants to accommodate different forms of payment, including cash, to facilitate smooth transactions. Um, it goes on to say that the uh, trader should have a contingency plan in place to forestall the possibility of electronic failure or payment gateway malfunction that would uh, hinder the completion of transaction. Um, Professor Lau, what's your reaction to that? Uh, I think, first of all, if your checkout system or if your ICT system is down, I think whether it's cash or cashless, it won't work either. Okay, the checkout, we have seen that supermarket chains or uh, furniture chain store need to close their business because the checkout system is not working, even though they take cash. Okay, so, so I think that's not an issue of whether you support cash or plus non-cash. I, I always for more options, okay? And in a sense that, put it the other way, I, I would uh, love to have every store that will accept both cash and cashless, okay? Rather than just uh, there's some store that will only accept cash and no cashless solution. And uh, what about the need for a contingency plan? I mean, um, HSBC just demonstrated to us uh, earlier this week how technology can go wrong. That's not the first time, Janice. Uh, HSBC yep. have done that several times and they don't notify the customers. So the first thing you find out is when you stick your uh, card in the hole that it doesn't work and they don't send you a notification. Professor Lau? In that sense, I think always have your backup system, okay? You have Autopass, okay? You have your uh, uh, ATM, you have your PayMe, you have all other kind of cashless or cash-based solution. That's more important. But if you have a single point of failure, as I say, a checkout system, then yes, uh, you will got hit sooner or later. Or if ATM, then for me, I also carry ATM cards not only from one chain, but also the other chain. Okay, because of this kind of nature. So it's actually making life more complicated, not more simple. Uh, no, but if you want to be safe, redundant, then you need to have redundancy. All right, uh, Missy, I know you have to go very soon. Um, just uh, finally, Missy, um, um, if, uh, like Professor Lau suggests, Hong Kong is moving towards a cashless payment or, or even he, he suggested maybe a cashierless uh, retail uh, system in future, um, what can be done to help the elderly and the poor to adjust? I think that they, they need uh, the, those uh, uh, equipment, for example, mobile phone, uh, uh, and then I think they need uh, people to escort them, to use them, to teach them a certain period and otherwise they, they don't know how to use it because we 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 have some elderly they actually they need to teach them many many times uh, and then otherwise they, they, they just feel frustrated they don't know how to use it and actually they, they, they don't uh, uh, some of them they don't even don't and uh, have any education background yeah 
All right, Timothy, thanks for joining us this morning. And that's uh, Silai San, the Deputy Director of the Society for Community Organization. And uh, Professor Lau, um, we've heard what uh, Ms. C was saying about the difficulties uh, elderly people may be facing or, or, or people um, from poor families. Um, what suggestions do you have? I mean, if we are moving towards a cashless future, what, what should be done to help them adapt in a, in a, more, uh, in a better way? Yes, I think uh, I agree. We we do need to have a fallback solution all the time. Okay, uh, but as I say, octopus is in terms of user friendliness. I think for, for my personal take, I think octopus is uh, in terms of user friendliness is, is kind of acceptable. Mobile phone, yes, I agree. That's still a long way uh, to get it user friendly enough to uh, have the elderly. To, to master it, I think we just see the the leave home safe app, right? Every time these days, every time that they have a software upgrade or so, then actually I will need to uh, spend time to help my my elderly at home to, to help to set some of the options, although and they keep on changing. I think that that I I totally agree that uh, we need to provide this uh, better user friendly design, but I, I don't think that easily done. So so. Things such as octopus or, or even cash uh, should be kept, okay, to uh, support uh, the needed right. I've got a few emails here from our listeners. Um, this one is from uh, Colin. He says, Hong Kong have led the way in electronic payments. Octopus was way ahead of its time. And uh, another email here, it's uh, from S. Shaw. He says... Um, there is a limit on how much one can redeem for consumption vouchers. It goes by 2,000, 2,000, 1,000, etc. So if we want to buy something like a phone, it will be difficult with Octopus. And uh, also I have another message here from John. He says, a cashless. He goes, ha ha, big corporations, listed companies, big contractors and even government deliberately delay outgoing payments and then only pay by check, sometimes delaying for months or a year. That blocks cashless society. Um, do you have any response to that, Professor Lau? Uh, no, I, I, I do not have a response in, in that kind of offering. Some of them, I think, in terms of the amount uh, that can be fewer, I think those are more like the, the system design. That's, those are not insurmountable. It's just that I think within the sort of short period of time, they cannot change. But on the other hand, uh, whether business will delay payment or those, I think even if you're talking about cash, they will also do that. All right. I also have another email uh, from Jeffrey. He seems to want to know, um, he says, um, could you please ask um, Professor Lau the last time he stayed at a hotel and uh, did he pay cash? That's from Jeffrey. Uh, I've never paid cash in a hotel. Yeah, I think most hotels are reluctant to take it unless they're of the dodgy kind. Right, and I have another ear, um, one last one, <laughs> Professor Lau, and uh, this one is from Vic. Um, it says, Dear Backchat, um, it all depends on, I guess he's talking about cashless society or cashless payment. Yeah, he says, um, it all depends on the demographics of the customer base. The, name, the named merchants surely do not cater to most of the elderly who are not tech savvy. I guess uh, he's uh, talking about Starbucks. And then he goes on, he says, they're overpriced coffee is not affordable by the common man. Let the merchants decide. Less government, please. And uh, that's from Vic. Any any response to that? Professor Lau? Uh, yes, I, I said that if there are true competition in the business sector, then 
customer can work with their feet. I think it's more like if if in a particular sector that there's no true competition or there's kind of a duopoly or those, then then yes, we we do need to safeguard this consumer rights. Those are maybe more important. As I say, my example would say that if the supermarket chains tomorrow said that they're not going to take cash, I think uh, there will be a much bigger problem than a coffee shop. We'll all go back to the markets. Uh, if they still exist. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you think this is a good idea then? Uh, I'm not saying that it's a good idea. There's business incentive in it. Okay, then from the business corporation, they will do it. And then whether how much government uh, regulation is it, I think you need to strike the balance. Right, when we look at a cashless future, Professor Lau, um, how would it actually benefit retail industry? I mean, will it actually increase sales by, I mean, sales significantly? I mean, are, are there any uh, studies showing that? I think it's, it's more like you can generate new revenue, uh, new value of revenues. Because it's, I think once they, they know you more, actually, especially for, for big corporations, right? They, they may not be only in the business of selling coffee. If they know your habits or those things, then then they can use this to maybe uh, do other promotions or those. So so they do have incentive. So okay. the the Starbucks credit card is coming soon. Uh, I think right now so far they have not been doing that. On the other hand, I think Starbucks is a pretty exceptional case because I think uh, I don't know in Hong Kong, but in US actually it was the the most popular. Uh, payment app, okay, only taken over by Apple Pay in the past couple of years. So, so their demographics, those who are willing to pay that kind of services, actually, they, they did. Uh, I mean, the merchant did their homework. Maybe they want to cater for that kind of thing. So, so that's the business decision that they made. Right. What about uh, the issue of security and privacy? I mean, is, is Hong Kong well equipped to deal with these issues? I think that uh, security and privacy is a never-ending story. It's a good job security for professionals. Okay, but I think uh, there's always there will always be security incidents. Okay, even if you are talking about cash, there will be bank robbery. Still, just in different form it come with. So we will need to uh, equip or upgrade and pay for that kind of solution. So this is the beginning of the end of cash, really, isn't it? If we're honest about this, uh, I think yes. Probably we will need to prepare for it. Maybe in a few generations, those that uh, grow up with smartphones, okay, then probably they will see it as a natural progression at that time. All right, uh, Professor Lau, we'll have to leave it there. Thanks again for joining us this morning. And that's uh, Professor Lau Wing Cheng, an associate professor from the Chinese University's Department of Information Technology. Also, many thanks to you for your emails and messages. And, of course, to my co-host, Anna, and my producer, Yuki. Now, the weather. It will be cloudy with showers and squally thunderstorms. The top temperature will be around 29 degrees. Winds moderate to fresh southerlies. And the outlook, heavy showers and squally thunderstorms in the next couple of days. 27 degrees at the moment, relative humidity 89%. The Labour Department will hold the opening up a new terrain online job fair on its interactive employment service website on June 7 and 8. 
More than 55 employers will offer a wide range of job vacancies, many of them suitable for fresh graduates. All employers will accept online applications. Please visit the Labour Department website at www.jobs.gov.hk or call 2153-3984 for details. It's now 9.30 and here's Andrew Shirovsky with the Health Hour News. Thanks. The World Bank has slashed its annual forecast for global economic growth, warning that the Ukraine war and the COVID pandemic mean many less developed countries face a major recession. The bank said there was a real risk that staff